Welcome to Podcasting for Coaches. I'm Brittany Felix, and I'm a podcast launch consultant who specializes in helping coaches and consultants utilize the power of podcasting as a way to build brand awareness and generate new leads for their business. I realize not every new coach or consultant can afford to hire someone to help launch their show. So I created this podcast as a way to guide you through the process of launching and utilizing your very own podcast to help you grow your business and reach a new audience of adoring followers and potential clients. If you're ready to get your voice and podcast out into the world, head over to podcastingforcoaches.com to learn more. Mallory Slaybaugh is a certified life and business coach who works with kick-ass entrepreneurs to teach them how to make their businesses stand out, get noticed, and massively grow. She is also the host of the Marketing Magic Podcast. Mallory, thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you. I'm excited. So let's go ahead and dive right on in because we keep these episodes pretty short. I want you to talk to me a little bit about, in general, your podcast right now. So how long it's been going, what you do with the podcast. Give us some general background on that, and then we'll really take a deep dive into how do you utilize it for your business. Sure. So I have the Marketing Magic Podcast. I'm pretty sure it started around June of 2018. So it's like a baby. It's a baby podcast (laughs) that I love and like nurture. And what I love doing on it is, well, actually the whole reason I started it was because one, I do like to listen to podcasts, but I have a lot of kids and I don't have a lot of time. So I have to pick very specific ones that I can listen to uh, like with them and ones that actually help and not just waste my time. So I had found a podcast where they do on-air strategy calls and I was like, boom, it like blew my mind. I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. So I was like, I can do that because that's pretty much what I do is I do strategy calls all day (laughs) long with women. And so I was like, I'm going to do a podcast because one, it's way faster than me writing a blog and way more Mm -hmm. interesting. And so I just kind of jumped in and started asking people like, hey, you want to do a strategy session with me? And I'll record it and we'll be cool. So that's kind of how it was born. And so it's kind of morphed into I do a lot of strategy one-on-one with women who just need help with marketing and not even like a, I think sometimes people think strategy and they're like, oh, I suck at what I do. But really it's not. It's like you should not know these things. Like it's not part of your skill set. You're not taught this. You're not born with these skills. And so it's totally cool to get an outsider's opinion on how to grow your business. So I try to take the stigma away from people who are like, I don't know. I don't really need strategy. I'm okay. I'm like, no, you really do. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) So I kind of do that. The on-air coaching calls are definitely my favorite this season, I call it season, even though I literally don't take a break. But this season, <laughs> I am also bringing on guest experts who are a couple steps ahead of who my ideal people are. Because I think what I've been seeing in the women I've been working with the last couple of years is that it's really hard for them to visualize where to take their business if they haven't seen somebody else do something similar. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've seen this in your own business or experienced it with people you work with as well. But for some reason, when you can hear, even if it's a totally different niche, totally different audience, all that stuff, if you can kind of see how they've taken those leaps and grown their business it's simply like trigger something in your brain you're like oh I can totally do that too so I'm bringing on some people who are steps ahead to kind of talk about one where do they start so people can see I think people expect like they're going to be overnight successes too and then they totally beat themselves up when they're not growing as fast as they think they should so I want it to be a space where people can hear other people's stories and truly see like what are they doing what's working what's now because if you know like online marketing, digital marketing, all this stuff is moving so quickly. Right. And it's changed so much in like a couple of years that I focused primarily on online businesses. It's crazy. And so you need to know what's going on and what you can try and what you can test and, and just be open to challenging it and to trying new things. And so that's what we do. 
I interview people and I do strategy sessions. And then sometimes I get to talk to the microphone myself and it's super fun. Awesome. Well, I love that you brought up the fact that you're bringing on these guests who are a few steps ahead because it is hard to know how these things are possible. That's the exact reason I actually started my very first podcast three years ago because I wanted to live the travel lifestyle like we talked about before we actually started recording. Yeah. And I just kept seeing all of these people like posting these amazing pictures, which, you know, now I know are, you know, take them at face value. But, (laughs) um, you know, I saw these people living this life I wanted, but nobody was talking about how they actually did it. And it was driving me nuts. And because it was this whole like mysterious thing, I kept thinking I couldn't do it. They knew the secret. I didn't. I couldn't do it. And I got sick of thinking of that. And so I started the podcast to talk to these people and find out how they did it because I figured if I had these questions, so did other people. And so I love that you're taking kind of that same approach, just applying it to your, you know, your niche with the marketing and growing a business and all of those things. And I also love that you do these live strategy sessions because I've talked about this on the podcast before. This is an option for people who aren't really quite sure that they can sit down and just talk by themselves into a microphone or come up with a bunch of content every week. Like you said, you're already doing these calls. So why not repurpose right. them into a podcast? So I really want to focus on this today because I think you can provide a unique perspective since most people are not doing this, you know, most coaches. Right. When you first got this idea, how did you go about approaching or asking your clients if they would be comfortable with this? Because I know for me personally, I feel like that might be where the biggest hangup is, is the clients being okay with having these calls recorded and then published in such a public way. Yeah. Initially, what I started with, I literally just put a post out and I was like, hey, who wants to do a strategy session with me and let me record it? And I just made sure that they knew that one, I was, I wanted them to feel safe. Like Mm -hmm. in anything I do, I want you to feel safe. So I was like, one, I'm never going to make you feel stupid. (laughs) You're never going to sound stupid. I can edit out anything. We can always redo it. We can throw it away. Like there's no way you're going to look bad in this. The only thing you're going to do is is help somebody else as well as get insight into your own business. And so that's kind of how I started. It was like, well, put it out here. Let's see who's took it. And a lot of people were like me. And I was like, sweet, this is, I'm onto something. Mm-hmm. Then it's kind of morphed into, you know, when I have a split really like either I see people who I'm like, Ooh, that would make a really good podcast episode. I was like, can you come on and I strategize with you? Or I have clients and I'm like, this would be a perfect topic for the podcast. Could we record this? And you'll be totally cool. And We'll just hit play and then just let it go live. And so most people, surprisingly, are really open to it. I really haven't had any pushback. I'm going to be like, no, I don't want to be on air. Because I think if you've ever worked with me or talked with me, you realize it's not like a, I think a lot of people think coaches are like shame based. Mm-hmm. And that's really not my style for sure. But if you had that experience, I just want to say I'm sorry for people. Like coaching is so much more powerful. And it's not about you doing the wrong things. It's about helping you figure out the best things you should do and the right things and what you're already doing really well. And so that's kind of the approach I take. And I think that's kind of made a difference. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you kind of just blew that whole idea that somebody may have that intimidation of getting people to say yes out of the water because you didn't really have that. And that's not to say that's going to be everyone's experience, but I think it probably comes down to how much your existing audience and your clients trust you because if they don't trust you to, you know, make them sound okay on the podcast or not make, you know, look like an idiot, like you said, then hopefully they're not working with you to begin with. (laughs) So you're working with people who should already trust you and know that you will never do anything to, you know, damage their reputation or put any, you know, their business in jeopardy by releasing something they didn't want released. Right. Now I want to ask you, do you have any kind of like contracts or legal statements or releases that you have them sign saying you can put this information out there publicly? 
So now I get a lot of people who like fan me who are like, hey, can I be on your podcast? And usually I'm like, yes, you're awesome. Let's do this. So basically what I have them do is they fill out a form and they check a box that says, you know, yes, it's okay for me to use this. And yes, I know it's possible she may not even use it. I've only had one kind of weird session before where it was like this, this is not going where like this is a different personality than I thought you were going to be. And this is kind of sounding weird. So there's only one person that I actually didn't want to use it. And so I just didn't use it. But other than that, like I just make sure people know like, it's okay. You know what I'm using it for. I make sure they've heard the podcast. I make sure they get a links to it. If they, you know, most people are like, have listened to it if they want to be on it. So but yeah, because I think that's important. I mean, you can never get enough permission, right? You should right. always get permission for all kinds of things just to be safe. I think it's a good policy across the board where anything you do in life is just might as well have that box checked. So right. Absolutely. So from what I hear, you have a lot of people who are contacting you, I'm assuming publicly like social media, things like that, mm-hmm. and maybe even via your website. For these sessions, do you charge them or do you do it for free because it's giving you the podcast content? How does that work? Two different ways. So usually if it's one, I think it's going to be an awesome session for anybody needs to hear because basically I'm using my podcast as a way to attract more people, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times guests will come on and and I do them for free, the sessions, and then they go on to hire me to either do more sessions, do more plans, to do like, come into my mastermind, that kind of thing. So it's never like a lose-lose situation. Plus, it's content. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's not just me talking. Like, <laughs> I am very exciting. But, you know, it's way more exciting to hear things specifically, you know, other people's problems. I don't know why. It's like we have this fascination with hearing other people's problems because I think it makes us feel better. It makes us feel like, oh, mm-hmm. we can do this too. So what I do, I don't charge for it, but sometimes I do have client sessions because I record them too. And I'm like, you know, that was a really, really great question that we kind of dove into. Would you mind if I use this on the podcast after it? And they always say, sure, be great. Awesome. So let's talk about how you get these people to become your clients, because that's why a lot of people are starting podcasts, lead generation, increase their revenue, grow their business. And I think that doing these live coaching sessions is an amazing way to do that. And it seems like you're already having success with that. So do you want to walk us through the process of what that looks like, how this podcast does really generate those leads and like what your quote unquote funnel is for that? Okay. So that's a great question because what I've done is I've just kind of built in a protocol to whenever I have a interview coming up. So whether it's the guest expert coming in, whether it's a strategy session, I pretty much pre-batch my day. So I know I have a couple ones coming up today after it's on Friday and I'm super excited. But what's important to me is that I know from working with so many different people that questions come up about the session. If it's a one-on-one story session, if it's about a guest expert coming in, I get kinds of random questions from people listening for that person. So I always bake into it. Like before we start our interview, I would love to set up a follow-up call because I know there's going to be questions and we can just touch base with it. That then opens the door to pretty much anything, right? Like I don't have any expectations of what could happen after we Mm -hmm. do our podcast, but I'm going to make sure there's a path. There could be anything that happens. A lot of times it's just finding out from people where they're at, you know, have they taken the action? You know, have they done the steps we did on the starting session? What could be the very next best step for them? What could I recommend for them? And just continuing the conversation. Because like, once you meet me, it's not like I'm like, see ya, never want to talk to you again. It's like, you're you're part of the family. I'm like going to check on your family and see your pictures of your kids. And I'm not creepy, but I do love (laughs) making genuine connections with people. That's why I have people on the podcast. So I just make sure that I'm following my steps, I book a call, I get on the call and then I just see what happens. And then I book the next call and then I just keep going just like I'm just talking to a friend. Okay. And I think that's an amazing strategy. I honestly wouldn't have thought of just automatically scheduling that follow-up call right away. And I think doing that while they're on the call, while they've gone through the session, while they're really motivated and excited and, and energized is the perfect time to go ahead and set that up. 
Right. Because it's not like, like, I'm not a salesperson. Sales makes me nervous. But mm-hmm. it's like, if you can think of the framework of, I literally just need another person to talk to. Like, I don't have any expectations. I literally have nothing to pitch to them. You know, like, there's things I could, but I'm not going into it in that way. And so I think that's probably a barrier for people for normally because they're like, oh, man, I don't have anything to sell to that person. Well, that's not what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it to genuinely figure out, could it be a good fit for me, for her, for him, like whoever I have on the podcast and what could we do next? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you don't have to talk about like conversion rates or like how many people actually hire you. But as you mentioned, your podcast is still relatively new. I mean, it's not even a year old yet. And for most podcasters, it's a long game. It takes a long time for they really start to see this come in. And so I think you have a really good system for this. Would you say now that it's a main lead generator for you or how does it fit into the overall you know, umbrella of your business as far as lead generation? I would say it's got a couple different prongs into it. So one, it gives me great content to continue building relationship with my existing list because I reach out to my list. They get insider stuff from the podcast, things that most people have to download or like go to the website and do that. Like they just get straight up. Anything I talk about, I send straight to my list. So that's helping build that, you know, community engagement mm-hmm. that way. Then the strategy sessions that I do with people, it really piques their interest because I think it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around truly what it could look like for marketing help. Marketing is such a big, like fancy, fancy words right. of like a billion things. So when they can hear it broken down into literally what are we mapping out for this person, they could be like, oh, I need that too. So then it's, you know, starting the conversation or I'm seeing people kind of trickle in, they join my list, they join my group, I see them engaging. And so it just gives me more ideas of people to kind of reach out to next so that they're the warmest. And then what's interesting is bringing on these guests, they're helping me expand my warm network, right? So I'm introducing to their crowd of people who, you know, a lot of them I'm bringing on, they have some kind of like marketing niche, like they're very specific, like they do content, they do Pinterest, they do something, mm-hmm. but they're further ahead. And so it's one, it's really interesting for people who like want to do that specific thing. And two, it gives them inspiration for how they can get there. So our audiences kind of blend really well together. So I'm just getting more leads coming in that I wouldn't have normally gotten before. So that's kind of the three-way approach I'm using it. Okay. Awesome. And do you have any plans to change anything or tweak anything as, you know, 2019 progresses? Or are you pretty happy with the podcast itself, your overall workflow, anything that you have learned, you know, along the way that you're maybe going to tweak this year? What I've been working on since January was actually having somebody help me kind of organize the people, (laughs) the people on (laughs) it and getting it like systematically, like, if you have not podcasted before, let me tell you, it is not for the faint of heart. It is awesome and wonderful and magical and hard and like makes you want to stab your eyes out some days just because it's work. Right. Any good thing takes work. And so just figuring out that rhythm of like, do I want to edit it myself? Do I want to hire that out? Where do I find all these people? Like who's going to send them the questions and how do I follow? Like just kind of that logistical piece, which I know a lot of people will come on your podcast and talk about because you do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. That part gets exhausting. People like start it because it's fun and they're like, oh, this is a lot of work. So then I think that's when you kind of step in also and kind of help entrepreneurs figure out how to keep (laughs) going with this like monster they just created. And so that's kind of where I was at. I was like, I just need someone to help me figure out the people part of it. I'm still comfortable editing it myself. For me, it's kind of like a fun techie game. It's probably not going to stay that way forever. And so what I've done is I've had someone help me like find people, more people to expand to kind of bring in outside of my own network because I'm really learning and know this, but it's like something you have to drill into your brain is that the more people you know, the faster you're going to grow. And so if I can use every person in my network if possible to reach out to their network and so on and so forth, there's really no bad end in that. There's nothing bad's going to happen. And so right. just using somebody else to help me kind of think outside of the box for my podcast, I guess, and think about where could I take it possibly. 
And so to follow up on that, so somebody to help you with that kind of guest management part of it, where did you find that person? Were they already in your network existing? Did you go through a service? Because I know a lot of people have that same question of where do I find the support that I need, which of course they can reach out to me. But for anyone on the podcast who just kind of wants to take care of themselves, how did you go about finding your help? I was introduced to this person as a, like she was a VA and then she like niched down to really just focus on podcasting. And she doesn't do editing or anything. She really is like the talent hunter, I would call her. So she helps me find podcasts. She helps me find guests. Kind of that liaison between like making sure like everyone shows up, they have any questions, getting them a guest packet, you know, sending them out, everything they need to know. So for me, it was just asking, like, honestly, I didn't even know this person existed until I heard about it. And another, I was like, oh, people do this. I need that person. <laughs> so it was the same thing. It's like I had to see what was possible to know that I could do it with my own business. Right. Okay. Well, if you are interested in finding out who Mallory is using, definitely reach out to her. We will have her links to everything in the show notes for this episode, which you can find by going to podcastingforcoaches.com, clicking on the podcast tab in the main menu and going to this episode, which is number 44. So Mallory, to wrap up today for the budding coach or consultant, or maybe even the established one who is considering starting a podcast for their business in 2019, what's the main piece of advice you'd want to give them? Oh man, such a hard question at the end. (laughs) I think the thing I would say is if you truly think you could love podcasting, if you are like a podcast junkie, you're probably going to love it. If you're okay with just putting in the work because it's exactly what you said, it is not a quick game. This is not like a quick marketing ploy. This is like a long-term thing and you're going to have to be committed to it. But it is so fun. Like it's so fun. If you have a fun meter like I do and you like talking to people, then it's, I think it could be really worthwhile for you for sure to just try it out. Because I think podcasting gives you a different platform than just blogging and it exponentially increases that no like trust factor, which you have to have in marketing to do well. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I love it so much is that like, my husband listens to podcasts about pirates, like people, <laughs> if there are podcasts about pirates, you could do anything. You can do any kind of podcast and you will have a listenership. So it's just trusting that you can do the process and follow it through to see where it goes and not be like month two, like, oh my gosh, I have 500 downloads, which is pretty awesome for two months for some people. <laughs> right. Just not be discouraged because it's really, really, it can be really great for you. Okay. Well, Mallory, thank you so much. Everyone listening, go check out Mallory's podcast, check out her website, follow her on social media. And she also has a free guide for how to get visible. Again, all of those links will be in the show notes for this episode number 44. Mallory, thank you so much. Thank you. And that wraps up another episode of Podcasting for Coaches. If you'd like to connect with me further, get additional free resources, receive updates on this podcast, and connect with other coaches and consultants who are using a podcast for their business, I'd like to invite you to join the Podcasting for Coaches community on Facebook. You can either search for Podcasting for Coaches community on Facebook to find it, or you can use the link that's in the show notes for every single episode of this podcast on my website, podcastingforcoaches.com. Thank you.